Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 86 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff and uh, we have a good one for you today, a lot to talk about. Uh, and alongside me, before I forget, as always, is the WrestleMania to my Bound for Glory. It's Max, everybody. What's going on, buddy? It, it is WrestleMania weekend. I'm a big two-night event now. I don't know what that yeah. means, but you know what WrestleMania means, Jeff? What's that mean? Disappointment. Oh, no. Much like I was disappointed with the fact that Bullet Club, with the fact that Bullet Club didn't sweep their matches last night i'm sure i'll be disappointed and no aj tonight either so i got nothing to look forward to after the episode is that oh the two night thing or something right yeah okay oh yeah cool i think cody rhodes will show up though yeah, that's interesting so AEW has been cody rhodes yeah obviously uh you know has been <laughs> uh you know, obviously WrestleMania is on here behind the curtain. Obviously, if you're watching things on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, which I expect you to be doing, uh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, we'll be talking about multiverse matches, uh, a lot of impact, but a lot of uh, kind of the intertwining of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, ROH Supercard happened the same time. Uh, Rampage happened the same time. Is there some... Uh... Smackdown. Sure. Um, I, I just mean in the regards to uh, that relationship, and we'll talk about that a little bit more, especially after seeing what Tony Khan era of ROH is going to look like. So uh, we got a lot to talk about. Let me first uh, we'll plug the uh, couple shows that we, uh, as they pop on there on our YouTube channel, or Twitch live here on Twitch, excuse me. This is episode 86. We are on episode E, or excuse me, follower 86. So by next episode, we need one more Twitch follower. I know the chats are not going to blow up tonight, uh, so maybe I'll insert some post at no. <laughs> um, this will be live uh, up right after uh, this. Yeah, after this, we'll put it up. All right. Uh, but yes, like I was saying, we have three LOL Trianas that debuted. Uh, you can see them scrolling by, as you see there. Go check them out. Not time sensitive whatsoever, uh, but in a time where. You know, uh, we all could probably use a friend or, or some. Uh, <laughs> it's Max in the chat. <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna be where we, for example, where we all could use an extra friend. Uh, it's three guys talking wrestling, being stupid, and, and talking some of the funniest things uh, and greatest moments of TNA this week, Tuesday, 4:20 p.m. Look out for Cookie Gate. Uh, that'll be a good one. And then TBN uh, talking bloody nonsense episode 15 is out now. Episode 16 will be out 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. BST this Thursday. And TBN Chats number five. Got a lot of shit going on. Uh, TBN Chats number five. Uh, Rio uh, is the guest. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm pretty sure I am. Uh, she just wrestled Saturday uh, for PEW at Kings of Combat. So go check it out. She talked with Mr. Impact Craig so you can see Craig as well. So good times. Uh, but Max, before we waste any more time, let's just go straight into uh, one of our favorite subjects here or, or segments, I guess. Uh, comments. Oh, I do enjoy YouTube comments. All right. We're going to see. I honestly do not really bet these before. I kind of screenshot, cut, and then slap on here. So we're not in any particular order. Um, <clears throat> or we'll see if they are, are relevant <laughs> to the time frame. Read those. Yeah, oh, never mind. I can nope. I've got, I can see them on my Twitch screen. Well, there you go. All right. Do you want to read uh, our buddy Millard um, Harris's first? Sure. From Millard Harris, 
There's a lot of free agent wrestlers who were wrestling in Dallas over the last few days. Do you think that Impact will be bringing anyone into the company by Rebellion or the TV tapings afterwards? I hope we do before Tony Khan punk ass signs everybody every damn body. Um, I do. We'll talk about that yeah. more. Well, once we get to the ROH AEW Impact Wrestling segment, I'll discuss more because of some stuff that happened at Supercard of Honor. I think that's going to lead into some things that could happen with rosters and stuff, but okay. I'll wait there. All right, next up, uh, and thank you for your questions always uh, to answer it, because we didn't answer anything. Yeah, we'll talk about the ROH stuff and, and AEW stuff later. As far as bringing them in, the timing is, I think, irrelevant, unfortunately, because yes, everyone's there. Maybe they're chatting with some people, uh, but as we found out, I think we looked into it last night, they don't tape until till right after Rebellion, so I think May, or the nights after, excuse me, Rebellion, and then May, so we'll see. Uh, I think there's a lot going on, and there's still some tapings that still have yet to air, so uh, we'll see what happens this, well, actually not this week, because it's IPWF, but <laughs> after that, so let's go. Blurry Walk, uh, welcome back. It's fine for a heel to sometimes cheat, but having Tasha need Evans most of the time to interfere makes Tasha look like she isn't good enough to defeat uh, other knockouts without help. I think so far, Multiverse Match looks like it outshined the Rebellion card. Uh, who cares? Uh, as far as in regards to outshine, uh, if, if I always I always find it funny when people are, and that's no offense taken, I mean, take a look at it however you want, um, but it's impact. Either way, it's impact. The Rebellion's not their WrestleMania. It's not anything. It's a show. If As long as they're putting on a good show each month, I could give no shits. Um, so there's that. I guess the money aspect of it, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think with multiversal matches, because you got a lot of necessarily dream matches, but some matches that didn't necessarily have to have storylines or like some quick hitter things, right? Like storylines built up, it kind of gave you the option to do some things. Um, there are some matches that everybody I'm super excited about, like Moose Josh Alexander one on one to yeah. me is is massive. So I I think John Gresham Eddie Edwards awesome. So I think there's going to be a lot of good things at. Rebellion. I just think some of the hype for multiverse because of some potential things that could have happened. But I think Rebellion's going to be great. Yeah, I agree. And that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, he was insinuating that Rebellion was going to be bad. I just mean that uh, I, I that narrative of, oh, this is going to out. I could give zero shits. Uh, as long as they, yeah, as long as it's yeah, impact, as long as, impact's doing well, right? Uh, as far as Tasha, I mean, we talked about that, man. I, I think you know, I mentioned at the end of last episode, uh, eighty-five, uh, about her kind of, you know, it's too soon to say that. Let's give it more than a month or two, uh, because that's who her gimmick is right now. She is the cheat to win uh, uh, champion. She is the annoying little Bart Simpsony, as as I joke around, say, uh, kind of champion. And with that, you can't be just beating people left and right. She can't be Masha all of a sudden the following week. Will there come a time where this championship reign needs to be uh, solidified and she's going to need to step up and some knockout like Deanna or Ty or whoever will be will step up and say, look, you've been beating people with Savannah. You've been beating people by cheating. Can you beat us one-on-one? -on -one? And she will elevate. If they, As long as they give her that moment to elevate her game, she's fine. But I think it's way too early to talk about it. Um, that's what If every champion was the same, if we had a moose that's cheating to win every time, a trade that's cheap, then we could talk. But right now, it's it's fits her character, and we'll see where it goes after. All right, do you want to read that uh, long one since you see it there? I, 
I can't. It, it's lagging, so I'll let you read that. All one. right, Darker Sides, uh, twenty-two. <laughs> Multiverse matches was a really good show. That said, instead of Impact having an episode showing the aftermath of the show that featured the Briscoes tie-up build for Rebellion, instead we get an IPWF show this week. Why is this like a big joke by management to see how low Impact's ratings could go? Because that would make sense to them making it. No, that okay. So April five weeks, five week episode, fifty-two week show. Uh, they always put an IPWF show once a year on, uh, at least. So I think that's what we're getting here. Uh, they taped a lot of it in Philly. I don't think it's a joke by management. Uh, I I get what you're saying. At the same time, multiverse matches uh, had very little continuity to it. Um, if the Briscoes or Taya aren't really, and we'll talk about that, aren't really with Impact, why would you... I guess building off the hype, sure. Um, but I, I don't know, Max, do, do you really feel like that's a, a big whatever? Is it a palate cleanser go heading into Rebellion? Because we still have three weeks after this week of Impact. So, I mean, I like the the IPFW stuff. I think it's fun to watch. I do think this gives them time, though, to film some stuff, backstage stuff, right. that they can put into a a lead up for rebellion. Um, I do, I do think you're going to see stuff with the Briscoes potentially and with Taya, but having them do this stuff this week, and it's a jam packed week. People are doing signings, other shows trying to then squeeze like a whole nother episode in that makes sense. This kind of gives them a little break. It also allows them to film some stuff for multiple weeks that they can then put out. So, yeah. I mean, would it be would it would have been nice to have a right after? Oh my oh, gosh, this is the fallout. Sure, yes, sure. but I don't think it's a huge thing considering that this is WrestleMania weekend, and then there's always big shows by WWE afterwards. So it's okay for this one to be a joke show, kind of sandwiched in there well, to lead into something. Let's also, you know, remember that they'll probably show clips, and if and if even if they don't, you know, not to make excuses. I, I yeah, of course. It, in the grand scheme of things, I guess, you know, more build to rebellion be great, but the card's kind of locked in. And another two or three weeks of impact after IPWF is going to be good for rebellion. I think it'll send it home. Once again, this isn't our, you know, bound for glory. Uh, should it still be focused? I think it is. I, I think we're kind of nitpicking here because, you know, in the, in the grand scheme, everything's been pretty good. Um, but I guess this is something you could take into into consideration. But I, one sec, I just want to you okay. know say that. Eh, never mind, I lost it. You're, you go. Oh, so oh, on top of that, you're right. You, it's two weeks in between. Two weeks. Two. Well, it, well, it'll be two episodes. So okay. next two weeks is obviously IPFW. Then you have two episodes of Impact. If all that stuff is already filmed, yeah, you don't want to give too much of a gap to where you have like where these people aren't showing up because obviously the Briscoes and Tyler aren't going to run out into the ring because that stuff's already filmed. Right. So you can run your backstage segments, but them not wrestling is like, well, why are these people only hanging out yeah. in the back? Why aren't they doing any So stuff like that, I think is why they're choosing to do this because it kind of shortens the amount of time that you have to hide the fact that, we filmed this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's the point that I was trying to get at was to essentially uh, with this multiverse matches taking place live in between a set of tapings. 
maybe they needed something because they who knows what would have happened at multi-person matches so in case they had to clean up something in case they whatever i think it's more of a, a filming 52 weeks worth of content kind of thing and then i think it gives us a nice little change of pace but to each other and i i, I can see to your point uh io i cracked up with the no code of honor equals gresham the rescue thanks for that buddy io killing it on uh twitter uh, Metal Lazy 99 as far as the Shira booking, usually the focus is on the positives of a wrestler. But there's only so much so much booking you could do. I mean, Shira's been in Impact off and on since, like, what, 2014? So it seems more like Impact is trying to convince themselves Shira is a really good talent rather than trying to convince the fans. Um, I, I, I guess you could say that if he had not bought and let go and then brought an NXT and... I mean, you could say that about anyone just because Shira, I don't think it's Impact proving it to themselves. I think they give no shits on uh, as far as the ego side of it. But if you can have a guy who you've been up, brought up and you have his library since day one, since the point of him going to NXT, uh, and you could get something out of him of value in one of your biggest markets, especially um, that he has a great relationship with, I, w I would do it. Um, but I, if, if, I don't see slight improvements to what we see in Sharon today compared to when he started in 2014 with the shuffle and all that shit. And before that, the revolution, uh, then this is a different conversation, but I, I think he's making improvements and I don't think it's forcing, like there's no force. He's good with Raj. There's, I, I don't get that. Uh... I mean, I think he's making improvements. I, th I think there are some people who are kind of over him. So, but he is, he's not improving as fast as I think we would like him to. It's no. taken a while, but he's in a definite, definite better spot now than he was when he was doing the shuffle. Like this is a way better character. So. Yeah, and I agree. And he's not—he's still in his young thirties, right? Just turned thirty or something like that. So he's still—he's still a prospect. I, you know, it's not like we're saying he's the next uh, AJ Styles, but could he become something in a valuable hand in the asset? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Nothing. I'm not once again saying he's going to be, you know, our champion tomorrow or any time. Next up, Max, can you see uh, that? Dark, yeah, Darker Sides 22. I think Tony Storm would be a great signing for Impact, but with a forbidden dork signing everybody he wants, the only way Impact would be able to sign Tony is if AEW has no interest in Tony. Unfortunately, they did because yeah. she showed up on right. Dynamite. Um, I mean, no, so. nothing to talk about there. Yeah, we call that, you know, I said that she signed with, uh, with AEW. She did. They're going to sign, as we mentioned, as many people as they can. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Silver Silvers, uh, Dion at the Multiverse matches talking about being the real ROH women's champion and clowning on Martinez was wonderful. I agree. I agree. Why is there a thumbs down? Did we do that? No. We did a heart thing. No, no, no. You can. That's. I don't. There's no. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Gotcha. Just, you can see the difference. And then uh, Metal Lazy 99. So it's Tasha versus Rosemary at Rebellion. Honestly, not really interested in that match. Tasha hasn't been booked like a credible champion so far, and Rosemary has been in the tag division. No way Tasha loses this match, which means it will, it will be by by far the most predictable match on the card. Well, one, I don't think Tasha was going to – Tasha could be wrestling Jesus, and she wasn't going to lose the match either right. because right. she just got the belt. So sometimes you have to have matches like this. Um, but I think this is a great match for Tasha because – she hasn't she hasn't she has needed the the help. This is a match that she can win straight up and start building to that. So I think that some people um Yeah I'm, I don't know, are a little critical of yeah. where she's at. It's it's okay to be a heelish champion yeah. and then evolve into a strong one. Right. Yeah. You have to, it's 
So it's funny how there that a lot of uh, everyone wants on stuff to be not predictable, but then wants the same thing out of every champion. <laughs> everyone needs to be a fighting champion. Everyone needs to. Be, I, I get what you're saying, and incredible is is not the the word I would use. I I get what you're saying. It plays into that last question. Coming off injury, who's a big name who could add to the to that credibility of her as a champion. It, it's going to take time. This is Tasha's first run. Rosemary only had one small one prior. Um, she has a big following, so no matter if she wins or loses, it, it, it doesn't hurt her. So, um, but yeah, I think we need to. We're, we're picking at the things that uh, that uh, it's really interesting, really interesting. And then hey yo, hey Dinesh, there you go. What's going on? All right, so that was that. Let's get into more controversial crap. Uh, critical, huh? <laughs> uh, let's get in right into the power rankings. Let's see what happens there so we can get all the fun out of the way. Number 10, contenders Rosemary and DK. Number 9, world tag champions The Influence. Number 8, world champion Tasha Steeles. Number 7, X Division Champion Trey Miguel. Number 6, Speedball Mike Bailey. Number 5, The Mortar City Machine Guns. Number 4, Champ Champ Deanna Perrazzo. Number 3, Bullet Club. Number 2, World Champion Moose. Number 1, The Walking Weapon Josh Alexander. Interesting. Uh, Moose, uh, and I can tell you, he lost by one point, 43 to 44. Uh, and that's what being 10 points for champion. Uh, I already see Max's face. Look at his uh, opinion on it. But I will say that even though I did not, no, I did vote that way. Uh, I actually like that because look at Josh's week compared to Moose's. Yes, he's not champion, but the momentum. Moose destroyed Josh's wife. That's at that, least that's, worth that, 20 That's points. not in this week of wrestling whatsoever. That, were, that was. That was uh, right. I mean, I think this it is about since... Impact Wrestling and multiverse matches, and the, and out hey. of that, Moose didn't hey. show on the first one, and then on the second one, he lost. He left his his left his partner hanging. So, um, I, I mean, up to up for debate. I like seeing Decay in there. They had a good week. Bailey rising, a lot of things going on. Uh, Steel's dropping. Uh, maybe it's that credibility of champion you guys are talking about. Maybe. Um, bullet... I will say I did see somebody in the rankings committee rank Boopinder or Moopinder. I'm a little bit concerned about that. I saw that pop up in somebody's rankings. He got a victory. He got a victory. Until you vote, Max, you have no uh, no place to, to criticize much, anyone. Much, much like most of America, yeah. I don't vote, but I criticize the outcome. All right. Uh, so I would do want to say, though, we are taking a lot of uh, uh, a lot of record as far as, you know, with this. We talked about Datia, who does the voiceover wonderfully. Uh, you'll see her and Bert have their own extended version of this. We'll talk about a little more in depth, but let's do that now. Uh, I just want to say the top five getters since we've been recording uh, have been, let's see, uh, Deanna and Honor No More with six out of eight weeks they've been on the power rankings. Uh, Bullet Club and Miguel both with seven weeks out of the eight. And then Moose with eight out of the eight. So even with that said, Josh doesn't make the top five. So uh, Moose still eight out of eight on the top ten uh, rankings, which is pretty dope. But let's get into uh, some roster moves since we've kind of been talking about uh, everything in between already anyways. Um Let's get into that, Max. You're on the page itself. I know we talked about it last time. We see some things there. G.O.D. gone. 
um, you know, Gresham on there, which we can get to. Uh, no Briscoes, no Taya, so that doesn't mean anything. Uh, but uh, we know Ace resigned. Roster's looking good. Aiden Prince was added on to there. So Aiden Prince is there. VSK erased. Uh, or, uh, so, you know, not much to talk about the page itself, per se. Um, I might have missed there. My uh, question to you think, is, is... I think Josh Matthews got a new picture. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> He's got glasses now? Um, no, just in his suit. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Max, looking at the page is what I'm going to ask you. Is looking at that page, um, knowing the names uh, that are intertwined right now with Impact, and I know we'll get in more of that in November 3 and on, uh, but Ace resigning as well, how, how confident right now are you feeling in this roster? Um, because, you know, it does, with the in, you know interchanging talent, we do take waves, you know, so. I mean, I'm happy with the roster. Um there's obviously some people I would like to see, so, like signed, signed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you've got like from your knockouts with the inspiration as well as the influence, both of them. Um, Chelsea's strong, Deanna's strong, Jordan's strong, Tasha's great. So you've got a lot of great talent in the women's division even if they rotate people in yeah. um, Mickey and them. So that's great. I think your main event scene with Moose and Josh Alexander, and then the potential with ACE now resigning, you know that they can hopefully strap something to him and push. Him. I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah. Um, we talked about it yesterday really quick, actually. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. Um, we talked about ACE. So he obviously resigned. We mentioned that critical sting high, by the way, um, critical, huh? <laughs> I guess it's dead in here. Yeah. It's WrestleMania, my friend. Um, Ace and Fulton. So we talked about Impact on the Access TV. Once again, uh, every month that there is a show, uh, a monthly pay-per-view from Impact or event, uh, we will be on the day that is right before as a pre-pre-show. And we did that yesterday. We talked about Impact on the Access TV. But we mentioned that Fulton, it was interesting. Fulton, I don't know if he got written off the show, but Ace and him definitely, the little tension there. Was that to save for Ace if he didn't resign? Or was that to give Fulton something else? Or maybe Fulton leaves. There are contracts running up. Your thoughts? And- I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping that it's to. I don't, I'm hoping that it eventually sets up a Josh Alexander versus Ace, and maybe it maybe Fulton just kind of is like, and you didn't help me. I'm not helping you. You got to face him one. Maybe something like that instead of a one on one. You want them to um, split? I don't. I don't know necessarily like a full split. I like them together. I do too. But I wouldn't mind seeing Fulton kind of do his own thing more mm-hmm. by himself. So maybe this gives him a chance to kind of do his own thing for a little while. Um, I mean, he's a big man. I, I think him versus um, Morrissey would be a really oh, yeah. interesting matchup. So I, I think that. I mean, I think that's. And I also don't know if this was filmed prior to them knowing about the re-signing. In some cases, you can you know right. you could be close, but you could never know. You don't know how fast these things move. So it, it could have just been something that they, like you said, they weren't sure. So they went ahead and were like, "Hey, we'll go ahead and set this up in case we need to do something with it later." Mm. Um, who knows? No. So it's yeah, I'm more leaning towards that as well. I mean, it doesn't mean they won't get back together, but I think it's a note that we uh, mentioned yesterday, so yeah. might as well mention today. Yeah, but I mean, I think I mean, the roster, the rosters. It's good. It's it's a lot. If you actually sit down and break it down, yeah. it's a lot stronger than people think it is. I agree. There's it. Does it carry the name value of AEW or oh, WWE? No, of course not. No, no. 
But if you actually look at like who's like Macklin is a name that people who don't watch Impact probably aren't gonna. They may know who he is, but they're gonna be like, okay, cool, whatever. Right. Nothing. Right. But if you've watched Impact, you're like, okay, that's somebody who. I mean, I think they could push him into a world title. Not they could build a world world title, at least a shot, a credible shot, and he could come off as a credible challenger with you, a good story. You know, it's funny, man. Is and I know we'll get to it with the multiverse match, and, and I thought it was really weird that he came out with the Saban and then the Jay White. That was a little. We'll talk about that, obviously. Um, but but I don't want to jinx it because I, I do want him to go the right way. If we're gonna say that uh, we want that, and we've talked about that extensively yesterday as well, if we want the digital media championship to be Cardona to elevate that to being our intercontinental. At some point, in some, t- it's got to start somewhere. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be next year. But if you keep building upon what's already, you know, built, uh, we could get there. I, I would love to see Macklin climb that way because I think there's two different routes when you come to Impact now, or maybe three, depending on your size uh, or skill set. You go X Division, you go World, ta- you know, World Tag. And I would hope that if you're not a tag or X guy, you would go for that middle mid-card belt, which yeah. which we hope this is. Um, so I'd like to see Macklin hold that. There's something very, and I don't want to say it in the sense of, because I know I'll get shit about it, but I want to I want to be honest, and, and it's funny you said that, and we'd never talk about this. Macklin is someone that, if you watch, he has a very ringmaster-like quality to him, which means, it, it, for my old heads, that's Steve Austin, when he came back to WWE, when you knew he was ready to do something different, he had left WCW, he was angry, went to ECW, Went to WWE, thought he would, or F at the time, was going to be whatever. They gave him the gimmick, the ringmaster, and it was right before he shot off into being Stone Cold Austin 316. I'm not saying that that purport, that Macklin's going to reach that level. But as far as a championship contender uh, and someone who is a I'm not, DTA, I don't trust anybody, you know what I mean? I think yeah. he could fill that role very well. And I think the digital media championship is better for him to hold yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if if josh beats yeah. moose if macklin gets a oh, feud oh yeah and then goes down and actually hold, like yeah. he, he's at that point where he could come off as a credible challenger this isn't zicky dice running for the world heavyweight championship here so this is someone who has been built up strong like yeah. there's guys like that yeah. that are are really good see wrestlers that I think you're going to get overlooked because they're an impact and they don't have the flashing lights behind. Right. Them. And, and I, and it's funny, you know, and that's why I love doing, you know, talking to you about wrestling, man, is because I, I feel like if we're the yin and the yang, I am the white, you are the black, you know, I, I am the more positive or optimistic when it comes to it. Cause I see that roster and I say, you people are crazy. How, how are you, how do you critique this roster? If you watch the show A to Z, I really feel like this roster puts on a show that can't be touched. In different ways, sure. I'm sure AEW puts on a show that can't be touched in certain ways. And WWE and so is whatever. But it's not always the name or the star value. How many indie films or how many um, not big blockbuster Hollywood films have you watched with not so no-named actors, uh, eventually become big, whatever, and love that film? Look, if you actually watch what the script or the, the show and the, the segments and all the, the humor, the drama, everything that Impact is a great – I don't want to waste – I'll waste my phone. Fucking show. It's a great fucking show. And uh, I think if you watch it, you would realize that maybe these names aren't as big like Max is saying, but they – you know, you put them in this the roles that Impact does and they are just, you know, 
making the most out of them. Uh, oh, shoot, I already skipped over this. I think the indies, indie films, is a great comparison. Like, you look at movies like first one, like Boondock Saints. Right. Small budget, but it it gets that following. People are like, oh, this is so it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, no. you're going to get your people who are going to sit here and shit on Impact because it's a cool thing to do and be like, Psh, I, can't, I just can't watch it. It's just crap. When was the right. last time you watched it? Uh, I think Hogan was there. Like, cool, man. <laughs> right. Like, awesome. Like, get out of here. And, and that's, you're going to get those people, but you just, well, that's the, the thing. Is, it is what they're doing. That is an attribute that doesn't get measured when you talk about wrestling companies. It's not, you know, how we talk all the time. This isn't a NBA and NFL where you can look at the rosters and say the talent level is this, this, and this. Here, uh, you know, it, it's it's a matter of how many hours. There's just a lot of variables that people yeah. need to stop comparing them as if they are real rosters of a real whatever. Correct. Anyways. An indie movie isn't worse than Avengers because Avengers budget was six billion dollars. Like and like it just No, I agree. yeah. Beautifully I like how you said it. There we go. All right, let's move on. This is a quick one, but this is one I really want to touch on. Uh because you already mentioned it. It happened prior, obviously it, it's it's changing the dynamic of that uh that feud. I don't know how much more feud they could build towards if we had an extra week, and that's not a shot. I'm just saying, look, he, he went to his house and scared his wife. He went, he, he shocked him at a, a Destiny Wrestling and speared his wife. What the hell else is this guy going to do to get under Josh's skin, man? We're ready to fight. Let's fight. If, uh, if I'm Moose's kids, I'm watching my back. Yeah. He's, he's got <laughs> to, so he has to pick one of them up from school uh, and like bring no. them home or something. No, no That's no, the no. next step. Strange, then, stranger like... danger. No. Um, but I, the reason I want to talk about this and the reason I bring it up, we'll make it quick, is I, I you know, I, I followed a, a Moose's career since college, Syracuse. Played at the, at the, the played, real you. Played at the real you. Syracuse. Thank you. Moose from the Coos, man. So, uh, you know, always follow him, always whatever. Uh, as a uh, uh, as a young man, ha- had an incident and an issue that people continuously bring up on the internet, no matter what this guy does or, or you know, who he proves he is now or, or is acting to be as a you know, mature adult. So, you know, in a, in a I believe in redemption, I said this about the Briscoes as well, I believe that people make mistakes and you can then make up for them if you truly change. I don't know Moose, but I would like to think that seeing that was a one-time incident, you can look it up for yourself. Uh, that's it. You haven't heard anything since. This was even when he was in wrestling. So let's make that apparent first of all before we even get to this. But my question I ask you, and we can move on from it, is when the internet rhetoric, a, a lot, uh, especially the trolls, is, oh, Moose this, Moose that, he's a... Right, okay? The incident with his ex or whatever it was. Yeah. Is this something that just not is a F you to the trolls, but it's like, look, they already think this of me, and I know I'm not. I know who I am as a human being now. Let's just, if you address it, and by address it, I mean just let me spear the hell out of Josh's wife. Uh, that rhetoric goes away in the sense of where they can use it as ammunition as much. I, I don't know if that makes sense. To me, that's the first thing I thought. So, Besides me, pushing the storyline. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if they... If when Impact came up with a story, if they were thinking anything oh, about no, his no, past. no, no, no. I think Moose is the, the character Moose plays mm. is super slimy. I will do what I have to do to win. Right. Anybody that gets in my way, I'm going to go through. And that type of character, the 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 start of it 
when he speared Josh in front of his family and pinned him, right. he showed he was willing to cross the line that not all wrestlers will. Like that's you know what I mean that if, and it's just it's just been a continuation of that. Yeah. I speared you, I, I attacked you in front of your family. I went to your family's house. You couldn't so you couldn't keep them safe because I can get to them when you aren't there. You also can't keep them safe when you're there. I'll get to them when you're in the ring with them. Yeah. And it's just a continuation of how dangerous Moose is. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that they did it as a, a F you in the sense of like, oh, look, we did this. You guys. Could. But what I'm saying is, is when you just you say, look, I, I know if I if I was accused of murder, I'd probably not do a storyline about murder. Right. OK, that's, that's probably right for the best. OJ wrote a book. Well, because he, he murdered her, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is you, you won't touch it if you're if if you're 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 still that or you're guilty yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't think it's. I think I think I agree with you in the in the fact that it was a one time thing. Yeah. You can read the stuff that happened. Yep. I think Impact clearly believes that this isn't who Moose is. Moose clearly believes this isn't who Moose is. Josh clearly believes that this isn't who Moose is. Because realistically, if I was in wrestling and there was a guy who was a serial woman abuser, I'm not going to let him spear. Like, I'm not going to play that game. Like, I'm not going to have – so clearly Josh trusts Moose enough to do this angle. So I think it's just, hey, we know this isn't who Moose is. But Moose is fine with playing this character because it works. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it fix. Yeah, no, I, you know, there's a lot, man. Um, unfortunately, a lot that I see that that's their first uh, go-to, and it's unfortunate, especially with the career he's, he's building. But I, I think this is one of the things that you could check off, um, and he never has to address it, never has to talk about it. impact, never does, or has to make a wink at it whatsoever. But it's a, you know what, man, I've moved on, man, and and this is. Uh, the spirit of Jada. <laughs> What's that Didn't for me? Stone Cold slap around? Well, okay, we're not going to get into. To but us. I'm just saying, but that never comes up when you talk about Austin. Like people com- conveniently overlook that. But with and, Moose, it's it's not because he's yeah. an impact. People want right. to get on it. And that's, that's not my point is. to bring this. I want to bring up things, but it, it's brought up a lot, especially. And, that, and that's why, because no. he's an impact. Yeah. If Moose was an AEW, you'd never hear about it. Yeah, yeah, well, I can name some names. All right, let's get to number three. Uh, four and five are intertwined. We'll, we'll save a big chunk for that. Um, but let's talk about ROH, uh, what happened with them last night. We're not going to obviously go into their whole thing, um, but there are some key points that play into us. Uh, and we've talked about it extensively again yesterday, but we've talked about it. I've been talking about it a little bit leading up to it, but more now than ever uh, in my Gut of guts, I feel like the AEW impact relationship is uh, the door might be creaked open, but uh, no one's uh, we're not playing well uh, anytime soon. I feel the New Japan relationship is really good with us and maybe not so much with uh, AEW, hence why they had to give, uh, you know, a little here you go. uh, Thank you. Sorry for last time. um, TV title. (laughs) So, uh, you know, um, who knows? That's all hearsay. That's just gut. But my question to you is, you know, obviously you have something you want to talk about with this, with the Briscoes and all that stuff. But when it yeah. comes to, you know, they're signing Samoa Joe, this goes to the questions people asked in the YouTube comments. With what you're seeing what ROH did last night through AEW, uh, one, where do you think, is it still going to be that farm, you know, farmer system we thought it would be? Um, and then two... Is this going to jeopardize, I won't say jeopardize, but does this hurt our signing chances even more? Does this help hurt our, um, 
you know, I mean, I could go on and on about it. <laughs> I mean, so, they signed everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about what ROH is going to be first. Um, obviously, outside of Gresham, who was wrestling, who's an ROH guy, who was wrestling Bendito, who's an ROH guy, every single ROH guy lost their title. Mm. They all lost them. Um, to me, I don't know. I think Tony Khan wants to make it a developmental. I don't. I think he's trying to figure out a way to do it. Is he going to put it on a streaming service? The episodes, is he going to get a TV deal? I feel like right now what he's going to do with those belts is use them in AEW storylines. Right. Wheeler Yuta got the pure title. He's going to go join William Regal and um, sure. Brian Danielson and them. Um, the tag belts are going to be with the um, Revival and the Young Bucks. They're going to feud over that. They gave the TV title to someone in yeah, New yeah. Japan. Go ahead and take that thing to New Japan. If you lose it on the way, who cares? Whatever. So I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have many storylines. It's just gonna kind of be they're gonna use these belts to further the AEW storyline. Kind of like we did prior to. <laughs> well, if you look at it though, we brought but so they had to they gave it to Diana because they needed to get it off Roxy. No, no, I'm not saying and, why or what or what. I'm not saying that. Any yeah. of that's negative. We, we did the same thing. We brought their titles in to tell a story within Correct. our story. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, like he bought ROH. I don't think he's going to restart it. Fair. I feel like though, really with all these, I don't. At least not until he gets a TV no, deal, bro. AEW Dark or something like that's just going to become ROH. They have seventy two shows. My but look, you don't we'll bring see. Brian Cage in as an ROH guy now, and you don't bring in Samojo saying he's going to win the ROH. You know. I, but like Wheeler Yuta won the ROH Pure title, and then they just said Wheeler Yuta is all elite, so he's not in ROH. He's part of AEW. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't. So that's why I don't. I don't know if he knows right now what he's going to do with ROH. I think he's still trying to figure it out. I think he bought it because he wanted that tape library, and then he got the belts and was like, "Well, I'll give them to all my guys." who are part of AEW, and then I'll figure out something later on. But what about Gresham? Well, that was a thing. Because they had the storyline of Gresham versus Bandito, yeah. you had to have an ROH guy win it, unless you were going to throw in a triple threat that didn't matter. So I think... Well, Bandito with Chavo would make a lot of sense. Yeah, but so, so I read somewhere that Bandito... Now, I don't know if this is true, that Bandito's visa is up, so he had to leave. Okay. So that's why they kept it on Gresham. Okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if Gresham loses that belt quickly. But... The thing is, with all those ROH champions leaving, I don't think that Tony Khan is eager to sign many ROH guys. No, I don't think so either. Which, to me, is good for Impact because it potentially allows him to sign Gresham. It potentially means that your Honor No More people yeah. are going to stay in Impact. So, but there's only so much TV, and my concern, you know, obviously our inkling of, of thoughts originally of Impact was you know, interested in purchasing it. Uh, and then we showcased ROH to, to what I was saying earlier. We showcased it very nicely. I thought with much yes. respect and, uh, you know, I think he wanted it, um, maybe for the tape library, but I think there's a little part of him that just, you know, the way he kept mentioning, and this isn't, a, you know, if you want to check the records, check our records, as far as, you know, me being positive towards Tony Khan and, and kind of turning lately, which is more, more so the case, um, just the pettiness, like, uh, the saying, oh, we have a free show on at 10. Da, 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 da. 
you know, there's like little things. And could they be read into? Sure. But I think he's not happy. You talk about it a lot. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense. I believe you completely. Um, as far as, you know, the just relationship isn't the best right now. And I agree with he, that. He kept Brian Cage another year to put him in ROH. And then the, if you watch, if you listen to the interview he had um, where he's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't tell Brian, but I love Brian. I had so many things up for him. That's why I renewed it. Did it. Fuck you, man. I just think a lot of this he's using out of convenience. Um, I hope he uses ROH because as an ROH uh, day one -er, man, um, it, 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 I would have loved for ROH to be the second or sister company of Impact. And it sucks that that went by, man. I would have too. I think he bought ROH. In my opinion, the sole reason he bought it all was because he wanted all he wanted their first pay per view. That's fair. He did not want he did not want to risk the fact that WWE buys ROH yeah. and has control of their first pay. -per -view. If that's the case, though, what you would say is, "Hey, I'll give you X for anything content related to this impact and have the rest." So I I think there's more to it. I, I think there's a lot of. Uh, he has the money swinging around it, you know, and, and the, the point uh, with that as well. So we can jump into this is Samoa Joe obviously made his debut there. Uh, we had talked about him maybe coming back. Um, I, I'm not heartbroken by it as much as I was when he resigned with NXT because uh, we were going to slam anniversary. I get why he would want one more big run. Um, gets the, gets the ability to do the ROH stuff as well as the AEW, but I just, and I love Joe, obviously would love to have him. If they said, oh, never mind, we're not going to sign him, he's, he's Impact tomorrow, good, good. Same time, is he going to get lost in the shuffle? Um, I, I think it's hard to lose Samoa Joe in the shuffle, but... It's it's not when he's wrestling on dark and elevation. Yeah. He'll come in, and, and really, here's what I think will happen. He'll come in, he'll do a storyline yeah. for a couple months, for a month or so. And then he'll get rotated out because they'll hire somebody. They'll bring somebody else in. And it's it's unfortunately – and then he'll probably get put in a stable with somebody. Well, my think my thought is honestly that Punk wins the belt next. Um, and uh, they – he gets that Punk versus Samoa Joe rematch that uh, people have been waiting for for years. And he might. Yeah. And then that will be, that'll be his, his run in AEW. Joe's a game changer. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So. All right. All right, awesome. Uh, let's get into our boo -boo predictions in that. Max didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I did. Uh, I'm caught up already. I have our, our team picks here and an update for anyone watching who's interested in that as well as the, the team who, who watches this later. Um, but, Max, let's start with the review of this. Run it however you want. You lead. I'll talk. So once again, I, I did not get a chance to watch it. I'm not going to pretend I did. Ask um, No, ask me what uh, ask So. Me, yeah. We'll go ahead and start with the first match of the night, which happened to be our first match on the card. Look at us go. Did You didn't reorder the, order these, did you? Okay. Um, so, Exhibition Champion, Trey Miguel versus Jordan Grace versus Chris Bay versus Blake Christian versus Vincent versus Rich Swan. Ultimate X match. What'd you think? Yeah. Open the card like all X Division match championship matches should. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it was a great way to start. Uh, the crowd was pretty good. Uh, the audio, much like ours type for some reason, uh, is kind of wonky. It was wonky last night. But that, but for me, you know, venue rarely takes me out of it. The last Kentucky taping did. Um, when it's always a step down, if it's always in the same level, I'm cool. Of course, it's a big step up. But what I can say, and I always will say, especially uh, taking that out, is that place was packed. 
And that place uh, in Dallas, right? Is that technically the area they're in? Houston, Dallas? Yeah, it's the Dallas area. Okay, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, I think. That market, don't remember what product impact was given when they came to that town, what they gave out. And, and once again, we're not in a position have it fill you know the seats tomorrow it's just not where we're at it's not the 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 the, uh game plan we're going with with that being said i i thought it was a it looked good um that match was good it's cool to see um the ultimate x being something that say like blake christian for instance or jordan being excited to be back in it again that people are excited to be in that match you know obviously it was kind of oversaturated for a bit. Um, but I like Trey Key. It made way too much sense, especially with things being taped prior. And then could you have popped him out for a bay? Sure. Uh, but I think Trey, Bailey, and Ace uh, is a story in its yeah. own. So I liked it. Good match. Uh, right person won for me. Ending, people seemed a little, uh, they wanted Jordan to win, it looked like, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, she's a big star. I think people like her. Um, she's got so, a good social media pre presence, too, which helps elevate her, people's like for her. Yeah. Uh, second match, digital media champion and NWA world heavyweight champion Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green versus the James Gang, Nikki and Mickey. <laughs> um, once again, I correctly predicted this match. Saw it coming a mile away. Did you uh, I once again, I predicted this one correctly. Okay. Saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think? I know you were you would, were hoping that um, Cardona's would win. What do you think overall? Do you think it storyline wise? You think it's something that continues, or you think this was just the end? It sucks because I, I obviously want Cardona to stay, and I think he will. He's our DMC champion. I don't think he's uh, you know headed anywhere anytime soon. Uh, Chelsea the same, but once again, that's the NWA heavyweight champion, Matt Cardona, and uh, someone who obviously has a, a big tie to and Chelsea and Mickey and Nikki. So, you know, I, the match was what it was. It was a couples match. I enjoyed it. And there's some, you know, I, I don't know, man. It, it was it was a match and, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't, uh, you know, right home to mom either. But it was cool, I will admit, to see, uh, I won't say Aldis, I'll say Magnus back uh, impact. He looked happy to be there. He looked like he did it for his wife, which I don't blame him. Uh, but the crowd didn't like him. So that was nice. <laughs> the clearly, the crowd had the same energy as you did. Yeah, no, look, man, it, I, I think it's going to be hard. One, he didn't, you know, I doubt he even wanted to be there. Um, I doubt he, he will be an impact going further. Um, maybe. Maybe. That'd be cool. Good. Go. Yeah, if, it, if it brings a good storyline and some fun stuff, I'm all for it. Uh, but at the end of the day, he, he left the company, and I'm sure he left it uh, within the right reason to uh, and in the right. But I just don't like when people shit on the company after they leave because then it uh, it it makes it hard to be a fan of that person when you're still a fan of that company. Uh, yeah. So it, it's hard. I understand. But, but Good enough match. Third match, uh, clearly the most predictable match of the night for us. Everybody picked Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey did, in fact, win. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think this – what do you think about Mike Bailey? Do you think going into Rebellion he has a shot at winning Triple Threat with this? Or, like, have you seen enough from him with his previous matches? Or 
I thought that this was the okay. Yep, he's gonna win it. Uh, okay. Look, Trey's reign has been wishy-washy for one reason or another. Uh, and I don't mean that in a sense of, oh, it's been good, bad, good, bad. It's just consistency either due to illness or family issues or, um, you know, or coming back and then having to rebuild. It was up, you know, it's had its laws. He wasn't. And also on top of that, he's a face champion. It's it's not going to be a the bigger, better runs generally come with the heels. Uh, but I thought, you know, it gave him it for his first run. It set the precedence for what he could be. Uh, I, I thought he did great with it. Spider Trey is over uh, in the impact uh, zone, so that's dope. And he'll always be in the picture. But that being said, I think it's speedball's time. Uh, I, I think once he wins, then you have two solidified. Because now I'm, I'm not sure Ace is going to stay in this division right away or, or right after this. But uh, Ace and, and Bailey are a great place to uh, retool this uh, division, at least as stables, you know, as, as the main people. Uh, no, I agree with that. So, yeah, I, I love the match. Uh, you know, one, um, it says a lot about Alex Shelley coming in and just losing all the time. So that's nice. Uh, he's not he has not got a pin and he has not taken <laughs> – he has only taken pinfalls. Uh, but uh, – yeah, so I, I respect him for that. And then Bailey, I think, is is going to be a star if he's not already. But he has that something extra. He's red and white. And they're mentioning him. He's from Canada as well. So that makes me happy. Uh, but he needs to put on shoes. That's what's holding him back is the lack of shoes. Why? Because. No. I just feel like he should wear shoes. I think he's, uh, I think he's awesome. I think he's over. And uh, I think it's his time. Uh, and, I, and once again, I – yeah, I, I just – I like the kid. Triple, triple threats are no disqualification, right? Correct. Bring some tax to the ring, throw him out the triple threat, completely eliminate Mike Bailey from the match. No shoes, can't walk on tax. I'm just saying. Okay. That's what they should do. There you go. This is me thinking. Right. Thinking dumb. Move on. Eh, you know, at least I'm thinking. Um, next one, Knockouts World Tag Team Champions, The Influence versus Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, mm-hmm. Decay, Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost, winners, obviously. Everybody but Lucha guessed it because Lucha holding strong to his Tasha picks. Um, what do you think? I Do you think this sets anything up going forward with any of them, or do you think it's going to be right back to the inspiration after this? No, uh, it might be that the uh, inspiration are her, uh, you know, or at least uh... – Cassie was that that we thought maybe uh, remember they made a mention. Yes, Cassie is the one they mentioned was injured. Okay, so so we don't know. Uh, does it go back? They're still fighting over Caleb. They they continued that storyline, which I thought they did nicely there. Um, but I will say that I'm so happy the influence were on the top ten, and I and I forgot to mention this uh, because I thought this was the best. Uh, well, it's multi, so it's kind of hard. But this is one of the best uh, or better of the knockouts tag team uh, title defenses I've seen. I thought the match was was well done. I thought they gave them enough time to shine. Each one did shine. The crowd was into it. Uh, they got an Impact Wrestling chant during the match, which, you know, once again, fans, I, I think Impact fans tend to do it at the right time. There's never just a stare. Um, but I thought they deserved it. And I thought this is, Max, if this is one that you go back, I don't know if you're going to watch the whole thing, but this is one definitely I would see because the development the uh, development, excuse me, uh, of this division is going to be in the with from within. Uh, 
uh, you build up the K and the chemistry continuously that they have. You get Savannah and uh, and Tasha more chemistry in what they already have. Lady Frost and Giselle, I don't think they're going to be together, but they both had great showings in that. Look, not every division has to be 10 deep. We have two hours of television. And if you have a good four teams, I I'm good with it, man. And, and this really showcased it that it's they're not just belts. We said it yesterday that these belts right now are make the champion and the champion also makes them compared to it's usually one or the other. So right now, anyone, the title changes, anything work they put into this title uh, picture is for the better is what I'll get at. Or what I'll say. There. So next match was outside of Craig, the surprise of the night for everyone, in which Eddie Edwards took on Ishii. Ishii comes out with the win. Did you see it? Clearly, you didn't see it coming because no. you picked Eddie. No. But what were your thoughts on it? Where do you, th you know? Look, the match itself, banger. I, you know. I always like Ishii's work. I've can only, I could say I've only seen, I'd say a handful or more, less than two handfuls of his matches, uh, mostly in the states. But I I enjoyed him versus Eddie. Man, it was hard hitting. They gave him enough time. Uh, the ending was a bit of surprise, but by that time I could give a shit if the referee won. It was such a good match, uh, enjoyable, and it didn't make Eddie look weak. Uh, and it also, you know, once again, anytime, because Eddie's just like we mentioned with Rosemary Pryor, she's, he is one of those people that can win, 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 or lose, 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 and it's still going to be Eddie Edwards. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, so this did not do much uh, to hurt Eddie. And uh, if it made New Japan happy or Ishii happy that they got a victory over an impact guy or made Eddie happy putting over New Japan, more to, more power to us, but for the match itself, wonderful. And he's just not an impact guy. He's a Noah guy. Excuse me. Remember. That's he right. Doesn't, he doesn't claim impact. So maybe so. Noah's upset, but not uh, not me or impact. Exactly. <laughs> not I or impact. Next match was Impact World Champion Moose and Pierre Carl Olet, <laughs> also known as PCO, yeah. uh, versus Josh Alexander and Jonah, all capital letters. Great music for Jonah. Oh yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned yeah, that great. recently, but I love his theme. Yeah, he's going to get a stay, Joe, stay for me, man, because this dude, uh, you know, look, I, I know you said your piece about PCO being a little bit older, and, and I said my piece about not wanting about in the world uh, title picture. But these four guys, if you were to say, hey, this is our world title scene, I'd say, okay. <laughs> like, it was a good match that showcased four heavyweight dudes uh, that really – Maybe PCO is one of those floaters, you know, those uh, that doesn't ever win, but he's always in a good match. Uh, never, you know, like once again, like Eddie Rosemary, where the character doesn't take a hit by a win or loss. Um, I dug it, man. Uh, you know, I already mentioned Moose kind of backed out and, and let PCO to himself, which is very Moosey. Uh, so it fit that narrative there. Uh, you know, Josh and Jonah getting a little bit of. Um, they worked well together, but we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, I I love the first feud they had. I have I don't want to jinx it, man, but I have a feeling that Jonah's sticking around for a little bit. Doesn't mean he signed, but could I see him be a Josh's first challenger, a second challenger? I think I can. Okay. 
Next match, uh, ROH Women's Champion, real Women's Champion, not that interim shit. Yeah. Um, and AAA Reina Duranas Champion, Deanna Perrazzo versus Fabi Apache. Deanna won. We're going to go ahead and skip over the Fabi Apache part. No, let's not skip over the Fabi okay. Apache part. It's a match that happened, and we got to talk about it. Uh, so, we were, uh, I was wrong, uh, and... Anyone who didn't put uh, Ty, or excuse me, didn't put Deanna was wrong. So uh, that you got it right, Max. Deanna did win. Fabi Apache was the person, uh, the surprise challenger. You know, look, something was up as soon as she came out. They ran it back just like the the Thunder Rosa and uh, Mickey James thing they, from Slammiversary. They ran it back and had okay, Fabi Apache is the, the the switch, and then Taya, as you were alluding to, is the is the get. Um. I thought the match was good enough. Uh, this is their rematch for that title because uh, she had beat her for it originally. Uh, and uh, I guess now we get Ty at Rebellion. Taya versus Deanna at Rebellion. L- like I said yesterday, uh, it di- this is one of those matches where Deanna could lose and it was okay. And so I beat, I picked whoever, um, I picked whoever would have beat her because she, she could film stuff backstage for these last two weeks where she doesn't have one of the belts backstage. It doesn't hurt her, you know, her story. But I didn't think about Taya maybe, you know, her keeping it and then Taya coming for Rebellion. So I'm beyond stoked. I don't know if it's a one-time thing, but uh, I'm happy. That's, that's what I was going to ask. I was, do you think it's a one-time thing or do you think Taya's back in Impact? Do you think she's going to be signed or a long-term Look, man, storyline thing. I just can't see her. I think is a very I respect as a businesswoman and and someone who's been in the game for very you know and, and obviously as a husband who's been in the game very long as well. That can take a step back and say, eh, maybe going to AEW is not the best, right? Maybe maybe it's, it's not all an impact. No, because look, uh, she could go for a, a bigger title. Uh, yeah, I lost my shit when Taya's music hit as well. Critical Sting. Um, love that music. Love her. She is Impact. Impact obviously loves her. The fans respect her. And she is the longest reigning Impact Knockouts champion of all time. World champion. So um, I'm okay with her being back. I, I'm not okay. I, I would love for her to be back. To answer your question, though. I guess we'll see after Rebellion. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. I, like, at the beginning of the show, I didn't even think that she would be on these next two episodes leading up besides for maybe vignettes. So um, at the most, we'll see. What is your thought? Your initial thought is. We'll see. I think she's, I think she's going to be, here. I don't know if she's signed yet, but I think she'll be here for a while. Yeah. If nothing similar, like a Finju situation where, okay. or a bullet club where she's here, she does a storyline or two. It would not surprise me if she goes for that, title though you know if she so yeah for the knockouts yep i would be okay with that there, there's no problem like i look at you know look at it and rosemary's a one-time champion jordan's a one-time champion ty's a one-time champion there's people that could uh you know win these belts again and it feels new again um even though she's held it for so long but i would love for her to maybe if she goes for it veer off to the tag eventually if it's not with rosemary her and Lady Frost, and the reason I say that is because Valkyrie's first gimmick when she first came in, when she was, you know, and had the, the snow kind of, the uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Not the, the finisher. Road to Valhalla, she calls it that. Yeah, so it was very all kind yes. of game. Of- 
and, and the you know whatever. Um, so her and Frost could be cool together, and they both uh, have a similar wrestling style. So uh, something to keep your eye on. But I hope she does, and if if John comes with, cool. Um, that would be dope as well. That would be awesome. Next match, a match I will be skipping. Um, Jay White versus Chris Saban. Um, Chris Saban counters the Blade Runner into the roll up. Why are you skipping it? Because Jay White lost. And I don't want to watch that. It saddens me. Um, then unfortunately, yeah, I know it doesn't. But it is his first ever. I'll actually watch. I'm just messing. It is his first pinfall loss in Impact Wrestling, though. Yeah. What do you think of the match? Do you think this sets up further storylines with between Bullet Club and Motor City Machine Guns? Do you think that? Well, I'll we'll follow. I'll follow my that yeah, my yeah, next yeah. question. I figured as much. What do you think? Um, in regards to to the match itself, um, it was a weird one for me. It was weird. It had nothing to do with Jay uh, losing. I'm happy Saban got a win. That's pretty cool, man. Because you know we said that we think Jay is is getting built to be a con- title contender. Do we know if it means he sticks around? No, but does it mean he could get a shot at Josh and be credible? Yeah, I think so. What they did by Saban do winning is kind of, I won't say leapfrog him, but keep Saban in that world as well. Alex, we all oh, know true. we all know about Alex Shelley. We love Alex Shelley, but we know you know he's got a life outside of this and he, he comes in, he comes out and, and if he's here long term, wonderful. I love Alex Shelley. Total mark for him. But Saban's going to have to do something afterwards if he does go. And after Rebellion, let's not forget who told Josh to cash in option C. Chris Saban. They had that banger of a match that, uh, you know, made Josh feel like he could now, he's done everything he needed to do as X Division champion. So I think there's something they could play off there. I, I feel like they're building that gallery of, I don't want to say rogues, to Josh Alexander, which I think is inevitable. That is very interesting. That's a good point. The final match of the night, the Good Brothers versus former ROH Tag Team Champions, Dem Boys, the Briscoes. Technically, since Jay White helped pick up the win, I'm counting my Jay White win as a win. Right, right. Bullet Club won through. Yeah, they won. They won, they won one. Osmosis. I don't know if that's the term I'm looking for. But that's what I'm going with. Osmosis, yeah, Osmosis Jones. Yeah, that's <laughs> be careful. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Good Brothers pick up the win. What do you think about this? Also, I will say this before and give you a thought on this. Apparently, I did see someone online say that the Briscoes did say, I don't know if it was shown on there, but they are not done with Impact. Okay. So uh, apparently after the lights went out, they, they said they're not done with Impact. So what do you think about that as well, if that's true? See, I don't read anything, but uh, that makes me very happy. I can't hide my uh, mark, uh, Markism. I think that means something else. Uh, f- for uh, for them boys, man, the Briscoes, I, you know, obviously love ROH, uh, but they just didn't seem like a good fit for AW's ROH. Or AW, and we could talk about that as well. Much like the Moose thing, silly little stuff. Not silly, it's important stuff that happened in the past, but now in the future, we're different people. We're over a decade later. Um, so, look, I'm not saying if them losing on the opportunity to AW, if that's what they want to do, is good. But if it helped us get secure their services, 
I'd be a very happy camper. I really feel like they are going to take the place of some team at Rebellion. Uh, even Good Brothers, when they are on the mic, they're talking about, we don't care if it's the seven or eight teams or 22 or whatever we have to face at Rebellion. So maybe they had the Briscoes uh, because they did get screwed out of that match. I said the only reason I picked the Briscoes was wishing it to an existence, that they would win, and then that, by storyline purposes, would say, hey, you beat the Good Brothers, then you have to be in the Rebellion match because you've beat a contender, right? Um, but this works as well. They got screwed out of it. We have a face GM or VP, whatever you want to call them. So I don't know if they'll be on impact going into Rebellion, but I, I, I would like to think that if they, they're men of the word, that this all lined up. Look, we said they needed to lose the ROH titles. For this to be a possibility. Uh, we said that them winning the GCW ones were kind of a maybe of them not going somewhere else. Because that's an indie title. Our AEW is more big on keeping guys within for the most part. What, what are your thoughts? What are your initial reactions about it? Same thing? So, I mean, I do think with them losing the ROH title, it definitely opens the door. Um, there's obviously been some words that the cable networks don't want them. Um Good for impact. Um, I do think there's a possibility. You know, you you beat Jay White. That deserves an ass whooping. Yeah. So maybe an injury to one of the machine guns opens up a spot for... Here's my question really quick. So Critical Things, you said they're booked for GCW on the 23rd. Where is we obviously they're being held in different places. I think we said Detroit and we, they, uh, we talked about but didn't we say last time we brought this at Motor City is also booked on the twenty third? Or at least Alex Shelley is? I think somebody said Alex Shelley is. So and if he's getting advertised for rebellion, does that mean two teams are not gonna be so I, I don't know. Let's look into that or what's wait, we'll just, see. I mean they they could be there, but there's also look, remember, cards are always subject to change. Things okay. could always happen. Right. And so it's and I know you don't want to sit there and say they wouldn't do that, but let's be realistic. If you've got two options, the, you're going to choose the bigger of two. So it's well, they are the tag team champions of GCW. Maybe, yeah, I don't and know. Who some, they, they are bigger than us in some ways. So I mean, we'll see. But I just I think I mean they may be there, maybe not. But I do I did once again. Someone said that they said they're not done. I do think this at the bare minimum leads to a storyline. Simil- if, if nothing else, similar to Finn Juice, where they're there, they do okay. multiple lot storylines. I, If you look at their career, I feel like being Impact Tag Team Champions would be a good notch on that bout of yeah. everything they've accomplished. Yeah, I agree with you. My, my question, uh, though, is if <sighs> – if they're that Finn Juice like thing where they're in and out and there are other places, you wouldn't mind that, obviously. No, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. That doesn't bother me to see guys come in because to see big names come in, do a storyline, leave, come back, yeah. do a storyline, I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me at all. So, what about the. See, I think if someone goes to. If they go to AEW or continue a storyline with ROH, they're probably there for, for the all elite hashtag. <clears throat> So the Young Bucks came out at the end of Supercard of Honor and tacked the Briscoes and then a challenge FTR or whatever, right? Is that more about leading up to Young Bucks FTR or does that mean the Briscoes I I think it's it's Young Bucks FTR. I think they're gonna they're okay. that's a that's the feud. Young Bucks FTR is a feud because they have something going on AEW, but that's that's where that's gonna be is Young Bucks. So FTR. Briscoes yeah. were just crosshairs in the crosshairs. Yeah, I just think it just 
just okay, happened. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I, you know, I, at the end of the day, I hope this leads to them signing with us. Uh, you know, it doesn't need to be exclusive, but I want to see them on the damn roster page. Uh, and once I see them and Ty on the roster page, that roster could stay for the for the rest of the time. So uh, we are over, and I want to wrap it up, man. I appreciate you hitting on that. We'll get Max's word on next time, actually, uh, of when he sees it and, and says his, his overall thoughts. But I thought it was a great show. Um, I, I understand that IPWF is coming this weekend. That's kind of a whatever, but let's cleanse the, let's cleanse the palate. We've got two more weeks after that to Rebellion. A lot of this stuff's already built up. And, and I don't know if the card – look at that card. For Rebellion, it's getting better and better and better. And we don't know what else is coming. But uh, I do want to say, let's get into this. So last night at uh, Multiverse of Matches, our team here, as you can see, I, Bert, Craig, Datia, Jeff, Lucha, Max, and Nixon. Uh, uh, last was Lucha with two out of nine last night. Lucha. Uh, tied for second to last, I guess, or third to last. Me and Nixon with four out of nine. Uh, Datia, Burt, and Io with 5 out of 9. Max in 2nd place with 6 out of 9. And Brother Burt, or Brother Craig, excuse me, 8 out of 9. So where does this leave us? As a group, for the past two, so no surrender, uh, or was a sacrifice. Whatever the one that we did, started finally doing this. And this one now, we've had 20 matches. And in, <laughs> I love you, Lucha, but in last place right now is Lucha with uh, let's see, nine out of twenty. Tied for sixth place are Datia and Nixon, who both have uh, ten out of twenty. Tied for third place, Bert, Jeff, and Max with twelve out of twenty. Come on, man, I am appalled. Second place. If we were baseball players, we'd be. I'd be a Hall of Famer. Right, right. Well, if you're WWE, you would. Uh, everyone's a Hall of Famer. Uh, number two, uh, second place, 13 out of 20. So we're creeping up. Io's in, th and then, uh, in second place, congrats, Io. And then first is Craig with 16 out of 20. First place, Craig, about to you. Uh, shout out to Craig in the comments here, guys. Give him, <laughs> give him a thumbs up for Craig. Uh, and then go watch him every Thursday, TBN, him and Nixon. So... Uh, Nixon, who's in sixth place. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to picking, if you want to do a Craig, you're like, would this make any sense at all? Would this be a horrible <laughs> idea? Yeah, it would. I'm going to go with that guy. And then you're just right sometimes. I, I think Craig goes with what his uh, what his heart says. To him, he wanted Saban to win, and Saban won. And uh, yeah. he, wanted <laughs> he wanted Ishii to win, and Ishii won. So either way, uh, congrats to Craig. I owe it second there, and then everyone else be behind that. Uh, uh, it's fun to play along. We'll do this every month. Everyone seems to enjoy it. We'll get into Rebellion, and then we'll see who's uh, champion at the end of that and keep this going. Um, but, uh, guys, thank you for watching. Crinkle Stink 17, as always, thank you for sticking in here with us. Uh, WrestleMania is on, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sure hopefully the numbers. I do want to say that. Crinkle Sting left, 